Hi, welcome to the podcast, Just If. I'm your host, If Anamonye. Yeah, <laughs> my name is If. I know you're wondering what kind of name is that? Well, If, the first two letters of my really long name, Ifani Chuku, and that's an Igbo name from Nigeria, and it means nothing is impossible with God. Yeah, cool, right? <laughs> well, it's a really long story, but, you know, in another podcast, I'll tell you why I'm called Ifai Michiko. But to keep it simple, it's just if. I digress. Let's get back to the intro. Just If is a podcast about the lives of ordinary people, including myself. I'm the manager and owner of a Christian bookshop in Kent. And as a Christian bookseller, I'm really blessed to meet so many amazing people. And this podcast will showcase their stories and my stories about how we're all navigating life as best as we can. Each week, I will share with you probably a letter or a story or a poem centered around the monthly theme. Well, that's the basic gist of this podcast. Take from this podcast what you will. But I hope that you all be entertained and will be greatly encouraged. So thanks for listening and I hope you tune in every week and listen to what we have to share with you. Thank you. It's been a minute, right? Well, what's been happening in the world in the last few weeks, I have been through so much. And for some strange reason, I've been unable to make any podcasts. I have done nothing. I have cried. I have prayed. I have got into arguments. I have fought with people who I thought were my friends. And it's been a lot. And all through that time, I not for once thought, oh, let me go make an episode of Just If. And now I'm slowly coming back into myself. I have all these stories that I have to be telling and I just want to get back into groove of things. So the next episode you'll be listening to is the last in my series of rants. And after that, we're going to start looking at more stories and looking more at people's lives and what they're doing in light of the coronavirus, in light of Black Lives Matter, in light of history and our blackness and, you know, just what's going on in the world. So I hope you enjoy listening to the stories I've told you so far. I hope and pray that I never go through what I've just gone through and that I'll be able to, as usual, upload something every week for you all to listen to and thank you so much for all the messages I've gotten and all the encouragement and hopefully we will continue this for as long as we can and hope to hear from you guys again so every blessing have an amazing week and please listen to all the episodes I'll be uploading as from now on and thank you so much every blessing
I, before I go into this rant, here's a disclaimer. This rant is focusing on a particular kind of customer. So please note, the majority of my customers do not behave this way. Oh, another thing, just for the record, if you didn't already guess from my voice, I'm a black woman of African heritage. So let's go into it. My bookshop rant. I'm a Christian bookseller. Emphasis on Christian. Because I seem to get certain types of customers whom I suspect other bookshops don't have as customers. Typically, these special kind of customers always on entry into the bookshop after we've exchanged pleasantries and, you know, hi, how are you doing? How's your day and all that? Will ask me my name. And once I say my name is Z, they would say, is that your real name? I inwardly sigh. And I know it's going to be one of those encounters with my peculiar people. You know, my special people. And for the purpose of this rant, they will be known as my PPs. Um, I got that from the Bible. Um, and I'm quoting King James Version Bible. And it's from 1 Peter 2 verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. Yep, those kind of special, peculiar people. The people God is using to teach me grace, to ensure I possess certain qualities, mainly the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Patience, gentleness, self-control, goodness, kindness, love, joy, and peace, to name but a few. I tell you, it's not easy, but this whip, <laughs> whip means work in progress. Christian desperately needs to be on the right side of God. If not, I'm sure I would have cursed all of them out and told them to bog off, never to return to the bookshop again. Oh, back to my rant. At this point, after they ask me, is that your real name? I inwardly sigh and I roll my eyes. Well, all inwardly. But in response, the good Z says, very patiently, very self-controlled, trying to breathe. I smile and I say ever so quietly, yes, that is my real name. It's Z, but it's spelled Z-I. And if I'm in a bad mood, I would just say, yes, that's my name. Oh, really, they usually say. Oh, they'll really, oh. Uh, and I say, yes, really. Because right now, I'm going from good Z to not in the mood for this nonsense Z. And they say, um, is it an anglicized name? Oh, boy. Jesus, please come and take the wheel. Because I'm about to ramble somebody. Breathe. Breathe. Good Z. I say, yes, it's my name. It's not anglicized. It's a shortened version which no one can pronounce. And so I just stick to Z. Okay, so what's your full name then? 
My full name is Chukuziemife. What? Don't worry. I'm good with you just calling me Z. But if it's I'm on my last nerve, I'm not in the mood for this kind of nonsense questioning, just come in, buy something Z. I would say, don't worry, just call me Z. I don't even bother telling what my full name is. And all the while I'm thinking, I don't need you to be trying to get to know me. Just come in and buy something. It gets worse. Because the in the good mood, Z always makes them ask more questions. Like, where are you from? Really? What's what? What's wrong with you guys? I, I'm, you know, seriously. Can you not just come into the store and just say, hi, how are you doing? And get on with it? I mean, come on. <sighs> breathe. Breathe. Polite trying to be a better Christian Z says, I'm from Edinburgh. And yes, I don't have a Scottish accent because I didn't grow up there. And they say, oh, really? How nice. What I actually meant is, where are you actually from? Come on. I've been polite so far. And you're really on my last nerve. But I smile and I say, um, how can I help you? Is there anything you'd like for me to do for you? At the back of my mind, all that's going on is, this is a bookshop, not a dating agency. You don't need to be asking me those kind of questions. But I say nothing. And they say, oh. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to know where you're from. Well, I'm from New Jersey. Okay? And they give me this look like I don't believe you. Um, I mean, what's your parentage? It doesn't really matter. How can I help you today? I mean, this is a Jesus, please come and take the wheel moment. Because I need the Holy Spirit inter intervention right now. Urgh! But I just breathe and breathe. I think these kind of customers only come to Christian bookshops. I know. Who are these people? Why are they coming here acting all friendly and trying to be, you know, nice, but they're asking me all these stupid questions that have nothing to do with you coming in and buying something? Because I can bet you they don't go to other stores and ask random cashiers or random people working in the shop, what's your ethnicity? I mean, I'm confused. Why are they asking me that? Is it because it's a Christian bookshop? For those of you listening, forgive me for my extreme reaction, but I think all this is rude and the expectation that I should be pleasant while they're being nosy and unfriendly just gets to me. Oh, act like a Christian. Ugh. Sorry, Z. You've got to be a good example regardless because you don't want to get on God's wrong side. Remember, this is a learning moment. Remember? Fruits of the Spirit, character building opportunity. Okay, let me just pause here and remember, I'm trying to become a better person every day. So, just breathe and breathe. Oh, and some people, after all the pleasantries, guess what they ask me? Are you a Christian? <laughs> The good C says, yes, I am. And they're not in the mood for stupid kind of questions, Z says. I should think so. Wouldn't it be rather strange or odd for a non-Christian to be working in a Christian bookshop, selling Christian stuff and, you know, carrying on a Christian ministry? How odd would that be? Uh, so they just scuttle in and, you know, 
look busy. Sometimes it's, what church do you go to? I feel like asking, why? What has that got to do with anything? But the fruits of the Spirit's sea says, calm down. I go to an Anglican church to which the special people either smile and say, oh, are you born again? I give up. Really, seriously, come on with all these questions. Is it going to lead to a sale? Seriously, am I going to help you today and then possibly sell something? But the good C, working on Fruits of the Spirit Z, smiles and says, How can I be of service today? Breathe, breathe, Holy Spirit, breathe. Because, come to think of it, I really don't know why they ask me these questions. And I know that... I know. Stop being foolish. It's because this is a Christian bookshop. They won't go anywhere else and ask these kind of questions. And these good, nice, friendly, peculiar people, Christians, are the same people who be asking me for discounts or telling me how they've seen the exact book or the exact Bible or the exact gift online. Or worse, I should be selling it at the same price as the online retailer. Seriously? Polite in a good mood, working on the fruits of the Spirit, Z says, with a smile, Oh, I wish I could match those prices. Unfortunately, I'm just a small, independent Christian bookshop. Upset, not in the mood for this rubbish, Z says, with a fake smile, Oh, well, that's not possible. I think you better buy from the online store that you saw it from because um, I can never match those prices. Inwardly, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, please help me. I don't want to slap somebody today. Why do I get customers like this? Why? 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 Would they go to the works or Waterstones or WH Smith and be asking this kind of foolish questions? I think not. Holy Spirit... Please help me, restrain me, or better still, make sure people like this don't come into the shop. Holy Spirit, please help me. Breathe in and out. God has yet to answer that prayer, and I've said it too many times, I've lost count. These peculiar people, they're the same ones who'll be giving me a £20 note. But they're buying a 90p greeting card? Ugh! I know they're doing it for the change. But don't you even have the decency to sp spend like one ninety nine on a card? Or better still, £2.99 on a book? I'm fed up. I know you're looking for change. So guess what I do now? Good Z or bad Z? I just say, oh, I'm really sorry. I can't give you change. I don't have enough money. I've not been able to go to the bank to get change I mean come on 20 pound note Ugh. or the ones that use me as a database for new releases and new books and new titles and music and they'll be asking me about recommended reads for a particular topic and once I've identified a suitable bible or book or commentary they'll say oh thank you so much I think I'll come back yeah right 
we know full well that's not happening because you've used me and now you've gotten all the information you want. You're going to go online and purchase it. Sometimes people have... Okay, slow down, just calm down. Sometimes they even want to take a photograph. Seriously? And they say, oh, it's for my partner or wife or husband or friend or whatever they want to see. And I'm like, you know what? Get them to come down here so they can see. Oh, you know what? Here's what we can do. You can WhatsApp them right now or FaceTime them, but you're not taking any photograph. Do they ever FaceTime this person or WhatsApp them? No. They're like, oh, okay, um, I'll try and come back later with them, which they never do. Customers who visit stores only for research purposes so that they can just go online and get something cheaper, to me, they're the worst. And I will never blame it on online retailers. I'm blaming it on people's annoying. Calm down. As far as I'm concerned, online retailers are providing a service. So that's okay. We as the individuals decide who we're going to patronize. So I can't be mad at online retailers. I just don't want people like that to come into my shop. That's it. So right now, when I know that, you know, because they start with the pleasantries, who you, what's your name, is that anglicized kind of nonsense. I know what kind of customer they're likely to be. Once they start talking about a book, I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. Oh, could you give me more information? And when they give me, oh, I don't know, I'm really sorry. Maybe you should go online and check. Yeah, that's who I am. Or they turn around and ask me to give them a Bible or a book or a gift for free because I'm a Christian bookshop. Wow. <laughs> so how the heck am I going to buy back whatever I give to you free? Or pay my bills? Or put food on the table for my family? And these peculiar people are supposed to be Christians. Hmm. Okay. Forgive me, but I don't think so. Then there's those who think it's okay to evangelize inside a Christian bookshop. Seriously? You should assume that everyone in here is already a believer. And if they're not, my shop isn't a place for you to be telling people about your brand of Christianity and how it's the only one and is the best. This is a bookshop and everyone has the right to come in, conduct their business in peace without you trying to convert them. I mean, come on. Why did you come into this shop in the first place? I thought you wanted to buy something. Please, can you just go? But I don't behave like that. What I do say is, um, excuse me, please, you can't do that here. If you want to talk to any of my customers about, you know, Christ or whatever, or your church, you can do that outside. But you know what? I have the nicest customers outside of these peculiar people. Because they turn around and say, oh, no, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, that's fine. Smiling uncomfortably. And the next thing, they exit the shop. I mean, it happens every single time. It annoys me to no end. So, before I lose custom, or I lose a customer because they think I can't have a handle on all these people who are going about evangelizing and telling them about how their church is the best, I check it. And you know what? Going forward, I'm going to have a sign as bold as big saying please do not evangelize in the shop yeah stopping anyone okay oh and nine times out of ten 
These people don't want to buy anything. You know, they don't. Oh, and then I have all these holier-than-thou evangelical Christians who come into my bookstore and tell me what I should or should not be selling. Oh, you shouldn't be selling that kind of Bible. Oh, you shouldn't be selling that kind of gift. Oh, that author, you shouldn't have him on your shelf. Uh, okay, why do you think you have a right to come and tell me what I should be selling or what merchandise I should be getting? Oh, you need to get that book. Oh, you need to do that. No, sorry. This is for me, not for you. And if you come in and don't see what you want, you can go online, yeah, and get it. But don't be coming to tell me that you know what I need for my store. Because you don't. And sometimes it's atheists or non-believers who come in for the sole purpose of wanting to annoy me. And they'll be giving me examples of Christians behaving badly and using that as a blanket reason not to believe in Christ. Oh, those kind of people, I love them the best because I'm always in a good mood for them. I look at it as a, you know, an opportunity to let them know that not all Christians are like the ones they've met, sadly, who have treated them badly. I always apologize profusely for my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I say we are not all like that. I'm so sorry they've experienced such mistreatment. I offer to pray for them so that they don't hurt anymore. And I tell them I'll continue to pray for them and hopefully they'll have peace. I apologize some more because mainly it is terrible for them to have been treated badly by the very people who are supposed to be, you know, the body of Christ. And, you know, I can never ever be angry with customers like that or people like that because really they have gone through a bad experience. And I hope that in my apology and in my offering to pray for them, they see a better or another Christian who isn't under that blanket of we're all bad. Yeah. I know this is a rant about customers that annoy me to no end, but let me tell you this. I am so blessed with the most best, you know, amazing customers. And the ones I'm talking about are just a tiny fraction. Most of my customer interactions are happy, positive experiences. And I'm just talking about the little bitty, bitty ones that annoy me. And every now and again, I get them coming in. And I get myself, I hear myself saying, Jesus, please take the wheel. And it gives me an opportunity to pray for the Holy Spirit's help. So, in a roundabout way, they're good for me. <laughs> a lot of times I exhibit most of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But on the odd occasion that I become a whip Christian, working progress one, and show my not so good side, I hope and pray that I'm not too rude or I'm not rude at all. And I keep on praying that regardless, I still show a pleasant person. On the other hand, it's been giving me loads of opportunities to pray to God. And I keep on saying, God, please get rid of these kind of customers. But so far, that prayer hasn't come to pass. Because I believe, and I truly, truly in my heart believe this, that there's still a lot of work to be done on me. Because as I've said before, I'm still waiting on God to send me only the perfect customers. 
And that's not happened. So until then, I keep on praying that God forgives me when I slip. And guess what? The peculiar people keep coming. And I'll keep praying. And all the while, the Holy Spirit will be working on me. And guess what? I turn out better for it. So thank you, God, for all the opportunities you keep giving me to improve my inner me. And thank you that I value you so much and I want to be always on your good side. So yeah, thank you for the peculiar people. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please join me next week when I'll be sharing another story. And if you do like this podcast, please share with others and leave your comments. Until next time, have an amazing week. Every blessing in Christ.